It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's been a day. It's been a day of reflection, a day of smiles, and a day of what the hell did we experience on Sunday with the Hale-Murray ending to the biggest game on the Arizona Cardinals schedule to date as the Cardinals upend the Buffalo Bills in rousing fashion, 32-30, to fully put themselves in the NFC playoff picture Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. We're gonna dis- we're gonna discuss a lot today. It's not gonna be all positive. There's gonna be some MVP odds. There's gonna be a discussion between Bo and myself regarding Patrick Peterson, and a lot more on this Tuesday edition of Locked On Cardinals. First, this football season will be different, and Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season. Now, watching the Cardinals game on Sunday, I had a Pepsi. And I almost threw it against the wall with excitement, but I decided not to waste the deliciousness, so I just left it on the counter. Pepsi's the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. I have one question to ask on today's edition of Locked on Cardinals. How far can the Cardinals go into the playoffs, beyond? What is the 2020 season going to hold for the Arizona Cardinals? That's your Lockdown Cardinals lead story. I'm Alex Clancy with Bo Brock. Now, Bo, if you told me in August that the Cardinals would be 6-3 and three sitting atop of the NFC West, i tell you to get right out of town. I'd say that would not be a possibility. That's not something that... You know, Bo, what drugs are you on? Do we need to take you to rehab? What is going on in your brain? And now 10 weeks in, the question is totally shifted from what will this season look like to can the Cardinals make a real playoff push here? Can the Cardinals potentially get to the one or two seed in the NFC West? Bo, answer the question simply, and then we'll we'll, uh, dive deeper after. Yes. The sky's the limit, especially in the NFC. NFC for the Arizona Cardinals, the expectations, they're shifting, and they should. I mean, when you talk about should we be talking about the Arizona Cardinals as a playoff team? Absolutely. They can play with anybody in this conference. I mean, when you look at the AFC, that's a different question. But as far as the NFC goes, the Arizona Cardinals are big-time players. They should be in a position to vie for the NFC West title, and they should be in a position to vie for a potential top seed in this conference. That's not, I mean, as far as talent-wise, we knew it was going to be feast or famine. Was this going to work? Was this unique offseason during a pandemic? Were you going to be able to mesh all these new pieces together, including DeAndre Hopkins, the god? And it's an emphatic yes. Now, did you, did a couple balls bounce your way? Did the oblong football, did it, did it go you know, your direction. Yeah. A couple of times it did, but those are the ingredients for a recipe for a great season. San Francisco used it last year. Seattle even used it last year and a little bit earlier this year. And the Arizona Cardinals, 
they have enough talent and are trending in the right direction and haven't had enough luck go their way and break their way that they can be in serious discussion where somebody's not going to laugh you out of the room for a big time seed in the NFC playoffs. You know, you look at it right now as currently constructed where they are, who they play. They play Seattle Thursday night. Obviously they play the Rams two times and they play the 49ers in week 16. The Cardinals are the only undefeated team in division right now. And the reason why that's important is it gives them a little bit of a buffer, not a lot, but it gives them a little bit of a buffer to, to where if they win the division, they could be a top two seed. I mean, definitely a top three seed if they win the division because, you know, the NFC, the NFC East is going gonna, is gonna, to uh, take that, that four seed with, with the division winner there. There are teams that I think in the NFC that are better than the Cardinals at this point. And obviously the Cardinals don't have control over what Green Bay does and what New Orleans slash Tampa Bay do. But I agree with you. I mean, this is it's bonkers what we're experiencing right now. It's something that wasn't expected, at least on, on my end, uh, with, with how potent this has been. And when you look at just from game to game, aside from the Dallas and Jets game where they were obviously the far superior team, like there hasn't been a convincing win over a good team. There's been close wins which is something that that may be more important, at least in the grand scheme of things. The loss to Miami, I think, is going to prove to pay huge dividends for just the mental capacity of this team, the mental toughness. And we saw it some, somewhat on Sunday against the Bills. I, I just don't know at this point with how lucky's not the right word. I guess it was for the Bills game it is. There's definitely luck involved there. The Seattle game, like, I don't think the Cardinals were the better team on the field for more than 50% of the game for either of those games. And when you look at where they are now, they could as easily be 4 and 5 as they are 6 and 3. So yes, the bounces are here, the bounces are are hopefully here to stay. The whole COVID stuff happened on the bye week even though uh even though Byron Murphy missed the next game because of it. I'm just taking this all in and yeah, I mean at this point there's if you say no to anything, you're a fool. At this point, I mean they've yeah, I mean, got go ahead. The expression "better lucky than good" and and that it, that doesn't you know exempt you from being a good football team. I mean it just helps and supplements a team and it's you know it's a goal of winning a division and and things have to break your way. That's just the way sports go. And when you look at a murky NFC playoff picture, you'll take any kind of break you can get. And yeah, they got it against Seattle, but Seattle had their own breaks. They had a couple big fourth down plays against Minnesota. Uh, You know, the Arizona Cardinals, they get the big play against Buffalo. The Arizona Cardinals, they can compete. Their their ability to stay and endure and and stay in the the fight is giving them the ability to compete at the highest level in the conference. Now, I keep on saying that because I think the NFC is, is a wide-open thing, where the AFC, I think you can tell, you know, there, there's a couple elite teams between Kansas City and Pittsburgh. They're a different tier. But the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, they the, the Seattles of the world, 
you know, the the Tampas, the New Orleans, I think that the Cardinals can absolutely contend with those two those those teams talent-wise. But yeah, I mean, could could things go sour like they did on Sunday against Buffalo? Like they were going for, you know, three quarters of the of the way against the against the Seahawks? Absolutely. They can get beat. They can have down games. They can get blown out. Um, yeah, they haven't had the the easy victory against the tough team yet. I'd like to see if maybe on the schedule, if, if there is one of those wins. Uh, but man, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, call it luck, call it being good, call it a mix of everything. They're putting themselves in a pretty, you know, good spot after 10 weeks of the NFL season. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you to everybody who's been reaching out to us, who listens, who subscribes. Please go to wherever you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, and leave a review. Um, I pissed off some Ravens fans, and they um, they trolled the hell out of our – just go look. It's it's great comedy to go see the one stars that we got. Uh, normally we get low ratings because of Bo. I kid. It, it's – I show us some love. We'd really appreciate it. We, we appreciate everybody who listens, and, and um, we're going to continue to do our best to uh, make this a, an enjoyable podcast to listen to for everybody who listens. Coming up next, Patrick Peterson. Was the game that bad for Pat P on Sunday? Bo and I have differing opinion, opinions. We'll talk about that next, Lockdown Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk a little DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list already. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You want Chinese, they want pizza, somebody else wants Froyo. There's something for everyone with DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely, and there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving now, right to your door. It's easy. You just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, our listeners can get 5 bucks off and zero delivery fees on their first order of 15 bucks or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDON. That's 5 bucks off your first order plus zero delivery fees on that first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On, don't forget that's code Locked On for five bucks off your first order with DoorDash. And also, thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than one percent of one percent of one percent of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Pepsi's the refreshment you need to power through any game day, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. It was an up and down game in week 10 for Patrick Peterson. He was getting eviscerated on Twitter after dropping two near-sure interceptions and watching Cole Beasley run past him like he had cinder block for feet. But not all was lost. Uh, Patrick Peters had a great interception that set up Kyler Murray's first rushing touchdown in the second half. 
and then falling back to earth again when Stephon Diggs went by him pretty handily for what we thought was going to be the game-winning touchdown. That's my take on it, Alex Clancy, at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. At Bob Rack, Bo Brock has a differing opinion. He thinks that we were a little harsh on Patrick Peterson and his performance Sunday. Bo, why do you think that? Yeah, you guys were just throwing dirt on Patrick Peterson's grave uh, early in that contest. Like, oh, he's been done. He's had a crappy season, completely forgetting the things that Patrick Peterson and all the good that he's done for this team. As they sit at six and three, he made a big play in the contest against Buffalo. He has the pick. Sure, he had the, the drop pick. But if you don't expect that from corners, that's why they play the cornerback position. They're not wide receivers. They don't have the surest hands in the league. Um, I, I just think that Patrick Peterson, I mean, he's not the eight-time pro bowler that he once was, but he's still playing at a decent level. He's still the best cornerback that the Cardinals have on their roster. And people just, the frustrations, and it, it doesn't stop with Patrick Peterson. Social media, Twitter was just, it was terrible between quarters two and the by the end of the third quarter before the Arizona Cardinals go on a 17-0 run. I mean, it was so bipolar. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it's like, guys, relax. Have you not watched an NFL football game before? Have you not watched the Cardinals play before? There's these ebbs, these flows. There's these highs, these lows. I mean, it's it's not going to all go perfectly. There's not going to be a perfect script. It's not going to just just work out all the time. It's sports. There, there's other, there, there's an opponent trying to stop you. And, the, and there's the, the Buffalo Bills that play offensively at a very high level. You know, that's why Josh Allen going into the contest was in the conversation for the MVP. I don't know if that's the case any longer, but, you know, they have good receivers. They have a good quarterback. Patrick Peterson is not locked down anymore, but he's a good corner. And for to just see people just like throw their hands up and act like it's the end of the world and he's just done, I just think that's a little knee, too knee-jerk for my for my taste. Yeah, there's a couple things that go into that. Uh, number one, I think, and I've said this before, that Cardinals fans have Stockholm Syndrome with losing. Uh, that's just something yeah. that, you know, it, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Um and also, and it, this is the first year that we've really had to talk about this. Chandler Jones, you know, he's, he's been healthy. And obviously it was kind of a freakish outside linebacker pass rusher injury that put him on the shelf for the rest of the year. But regardless of how bad things are going, you could always rely on Patrick Peterson. And that's something that this is, we're coming to see a harsh reality where he's he has played fine this year. He's had he's had ups and downs for sure. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Um but this is the first time where the Cardinals are good and you just expect Patrick Peterson to be the guy that he was years ago. I know it's irrational, but that's the kind of the, the lashing out that Cardinals fans are doing. And uh, listen, it's just this is just what they've known. Yeah. And it, let, it's not an excuse. It sound, you know what? It is an excuse. It is an excuse. Sure. It's trying to be an explanation, but it's an excuse. And yeah, it's a knee jerk. Sure, you saw people as you mentioned on Twitter. Oh, that's it. That's game over. They're down, they're down twenty three nine. That's game. And then lo and behold, you you remember the Kyler Murray's quarterback, and and things change. Yeah, and I'm not saying don't. If, if when he gets burned, when he gets his, his jock is left a couple yards from where it started because Cole Beasley was you know the professor out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's Are you just and wanting me right now? Yikes. Yeah. 
you got and one hype guy going, oh, <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. But here's the thing that I will say about Patrick Peterson is there's not there's very rarely, if any, blown assignments, you know, and there's very rarely what we've seen with Drake or Patrick. Sure, he comes up with the pick on Sunday, but like that he's just getting picked on. And I know it's a, a we're, we're grading on a curve because of where Patrick Peterson, what level he once played at. But, man, he's still the best corner they have. One-on-one battles, is he not going to come out successful at a percentage that he once did? No, but he is going to win some of them. He is going to come up with big picks. I mean, three interceptions on the season, I think that that, you know, it's more than he's had in the last couple years. You know, three now, it's the most since he's had since 2016. Ties a career, uh, you know, not a career, eight, seven in 2012, but – Patrick Peterson, I just think that he's doing exactly what the Cardinals need him to do. As there there are problems in the rest of the secondary as far as coverage, and they're trying to figure it out as far as Drake or Patrick. We don't even really see Byron Murphy in coverage any longer. He he's he was like all time blitz on Sunday. I don't know what they're doing. I was like, can we see Drake or Patrick blitz <laughs> the quarterback just so he's not having to be in coverage and get abused as much as he's been? But uh, it ended up working out. But I just think Patrick Peterson, I I think that there needs to be, and and I'm just telling this for Cardinals, I'm trying to help, and you can just eviscerate me if you want on Twitter. I just think that there needs to be a little, let's just, just some confidence that this team is talented, and it might not be going well, but they have the ability and the talent to get back into games. It's not going to be like it was in 2018 where they go down, and then they go down by more, and then they go down by a lot. That's not going to – it doesn't seem to be the trend any longer. So you can kind of rest assured on that. Right. No, that's true. And I, I think one last thing to to put a button on this Patrick Peterson conversation is that if he were locked in contract-wise for the next couple of years, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But this is a very pivotal offseason, going to be a very pivotal offseason for the Cardinals. And if Steve Kime is Steve Kime, he's going to pay Patrick Peterson whatever he wants regardless of how Patrick Peterson performs. I mean, that that's just what we've seen so far – with Patrick Peterson and Steve Kimes, uh, you know, relationship. So that's more pressure that people are putting on Patrick Peterson to perform uh, because you know a contract's coming. If things stay as they have, you know, for, for the entirety of Patrick Peterson's career, Alex Lancey, Bill Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Coming up, Kyler Murray is catapulting up the MVP um, odds, and he's now in the top five and pretty handily. We'll talk about that next, Locked on Cardinals. But first, it's time to talk about Built Go. Built Go is the solution to break through your wall. You can break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages, put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, put it in your golf bag to power through the back nine, or just put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. Picture five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus... It's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking one of those monster drinks with a third of the caffeine and better results. There's three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. How does it work so well? That's the question. Well, Build Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. So this stuff literally makes you look better. 
So visit BillGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BillGo.com. Let's go. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Final segment on this Tuesday edition of Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Coming off the victory on Sunday, the Hale Murray... um, Things have shifted around a little bit in the MVP race. This was as of Monday morning. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is now the odds-on favorite at plus 175. Russell Wilson, who was the odds-on favorite last week, has dropped to plus 250. Aaron Rodgers sitting comfortably at plus 300 after they skated by Jacksonville and that powerhouse of a one-win team. And now Kyler Murray is fourth Highest in the odds at plus nine hundred. Bo, what are the like? What needs to happen for Kyler Murray to win the MVP this year with how Patrick Mahomes has played? Yeah, the Cardinals have to win out basically. I mean, as far as when you look at the last ten quarterbacks to win the MVP, they've won an average of over thirteen games per season. So the Cardinals, you know, with three losses already to get to that 13 and, and win the games necessary. Now the lower end of that spectrum was Matt Ryan and the Falcons won 11 games. So, I mean, that's a possibility and the Cardinals could absolutely win 11 games if they lose just two more, but Patrick and Patrick Mahomes would just have to have a, a Russell Wilson esque run of turning over the football as Wilson's had the last couple games. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes right now it's, it's his, you know, his award to lose 25 touchdowns with just one interception. I mean, it, for a team that's eight and one, it's, it's just unreal stats. They, they really are. He's got two rushing touchdowns as well. So he's, he's, he's still got that uh, ability to, to get out and run and find the end zone and, and make plays with his legs as well and take care of the football unless, you know, in, or Kyler Murray can send a, a nice gift basket to all the NFL writers that make the decision on who gets the hardware at the end of the season. And maybe that might sway their opinion and they might get too cute for the room. As far as it often happens in the NBA where they just don't hand the award to LeBron James every year, where you could probably make that case. Patrick Mahomes is might he's reaching that rarefied air. Don't you, don't you agree? Yeah, I do. I just think that this year is going to be a little different. Like there's not going to be a unanimous winner this year. Cause there's, there's is too many. Pep- what is that? Why? Because this year is different because of Pepsi. I mean, it could be. It's a league of football watchers, Bo. Uh, it's it's just not um, – I mean, it's not as cut and dry. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. He's going to be for the next decade. It, right. I mean, it's just it's, – it's what it's going to be. And as you mentioned, you know, he's going to get that treatment where he's not going to win it every year. Russell Wilson will get one vote from somebody. This is like the – this is the – Leonardo DiCaprio winning the best uh, best Oscar or best actor Oscar for The Revenant, where it's like a lifetime achievement. Like, just throw the dude a bone. Russell right. Wilson will win it. Will get an MVP vote this year. Aaron Rodgers will get a handful of votes, and I'm sure Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray gets one MVP vote, that's a win. 
You know, and I just it's they're gonna have to win out. You're right, and Aaron Rodgers, like they're gonna have to, you know, fumble like they like like they do towards the tail end of the season at times. But they're seven and two. They're the one seed in the in the NFC. It's just it's a stacked box this year. It's a stacked lineup, and miraculous things will have to happen for Kyler Murray to win. But the fact that he's there, um, it's a good thing. And I, I personally, and I've said this. I said this uh, a few weeks ago, and I don't know how much I believe it, but I, I, I'm starting to believe it more that it's almost okay that he doesn't win the MVP this year. Like, there's no rush. Right. The whole thing, look I at mean, all the stress that Lamar Jackson's having left. to go through. All the scrutiny? Yeah. Yeah, but the, the one thing I think you can hang your hat on that you can kind of avoid that is, and people are starting to notice, finally, thank God. Kyler Murray's, I mean, just look at the Hale Murray and how beautiful that pass was. On the run, across his body, scrambling out of out of uh, pressure. And then to put that up for DeAndre Hopkins to grab it, I mean, it's just so beautiful. I, I, I That thing is on a loop in my head at all times during the day. If you see me daydreaming, it's, it's thinking about that Hale Murray pass. Yeah. I mean, it was his ability to throw the football is going to separate him from uh, kind of avoiding the slumps that probably Lamar Jackson is going to go through. No, I agree. I agree. And, and this is it, it's it's true that he hasn't even scratched the surface, man. No, like this is and so he's. If you ask him how he's played throughout this year, I'm sure he'd give himself a B minus. I mean, at least yeah. throwing the ball. Because listen, it's great for him breaking all these rushing records for quarterbacks. That's cool. I, I it's at some point he's going to need to be a throw the ball first guy. And not have to bail out. And he is. He is. But really be a behind-the-line-of-scrimmage guy. If not only just for the natural flow of things, defenses are going to catch up to this to the, to this running attack. Right. They always do. But one and thing it, you – go ahead. And, and it's it's earning that uh, – or developing what Patch, Patrick Mahomes had and what, uh, you know, Steph Curry range kind of became, to, to use another basketball analogy, is like – He's to be dangerous from any part of the football field where I think Kyler Murray has done and made his living and his money in 2020 in the red zone, like outside of maybe the Buffalo game where they had a real uh, kind of uh, crappy game as far as converting red zone attempts into touchdowns. Um, As far as being dangerous from anywhere on the football field, Patrick Mahomes has that. Obviously, you know, Steph Curry has that in the NBA where he can score from basically anywhere. Right. Yeah, I mean, it'll be... But he also doesn't have Travis Kelsey, you know, Tyree Kill, and uh, a good running game. He doesn't have... He's got good weapons, but he doesn't have that. I mean, he's got Nook Hopkins, which is comparable to Tyree Kill on the outside, but he doesn't have Travis Kelsey. That helps out a lot. You got, you know, one of the best tight ends in football. He doesn't have... That that helps you take care of the football, is having those options. Kyler Murray's kind of got... You know, one and then some good pieces. Yeah, I mean, I'd even say more so. It's it's Andy Reid that 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 Patrick Mahomes has. I mean, it's so important to have a guy like that. And you can just fumble. You just filter through offensive coordinators. They just go get head coaching jobs, and he just replenishes. I mean, he's like John Calipari with with one and duns in Kentucky with offensive coordinators. Just guys that he trusts. Eric Bieniemy will get a head coaching job. I mean, it should be next year. And uh, it's just it's. It's not a perfect ecosystem in Arizona for Kyler Murray, but it's definitely not one of the worst. Like, we yeah. look across the landscape, how much dysfunction there is. And, yeah, obviously winning breeds, you know, moving away from dysfunction. 
but man, you like the card. We we'd said for forever. It's just oh man, Steve Kime's got to go, and you know this is just a losing franchise. Look at the NFL; it's riddled with losing franchises. Yeah, I mean, look at the Tampa Bay just got their doors blown off last last Sunday night. I mean, the Cardinals at, at least have been able to avoid those disasters. I mean, outside of Carolina, mm-hmm. Cardinals have been in every single football game. But if you look at the other teams, you know, Green Bay's got some bad losses on their resume. God, don't even look at the NFC East. The Saints have a bad loss on their resume. You know, the NFC West is littered with them. Uh, Seattle, is, as, as they're the next opponent, they are – they're playing horrible football right now. This is an opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals to kind of flex that they're one of the top teams in the conference. Yeah, and I mean, and we'll we'll leave you with this, and we'll talk about this tomorrow. You know, this is all great, but if they come, if they go to CenturyLink and, and lay an egg or lose by ten, everything changes again. Like it, it, now, Seattle. Even though Seattle is is favored, the Cardinals are, have been the better team since. That Isaiah Simmons interception on Sunday Night Football, I and I it would agree. It, it would it would be a letdown if they lose. It's century like like any loss now is a letdown on this train that is Kyler Cliff and DeAndre, and it's just at this point you expect the Cardinals to win every game, even though even though that's completely irrational. If they lose on Thursday night, they give up the NFC West division lead. They're now only two and one in division. And then they have two more games against the Rams and one against the 49ers, which who knows will happen. Yeah, it's uh, it would be disappointing, especially with how the team is trending, how both teams are trending. And uh, that I just think that the Arizona Cardinals, right as it stands right now, are, are the better team going into Thursday night football. You know, they're in better shape now. We'll see what happens as far as how they're going to address the defensive line without Corey Peters and some other injuries. But they should be the team. And should be able to parlay that second half run that they meant to rally past Seattle a couple weeks ago into like what you were saying earlier in the podcast. Can they get that good win, that solid win where it's not like a coin flip at the end um, against a, a good team in Seattle? Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. We appreciate everybody who listens. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 